Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast featuring your host, the one and only Cody Kelly. We're going to have some great news topics to cover with you. I'm looking forward to getting into it. It's been an um, interesting development in just world news overall. I don't know if interesting is quite the word to describe it, but let's say eventful. Uh, for lack of a better word, uh, definitely going to get into and engage with you. Look forward to this episode. Thanks. U.S. did not approve Turkey Syria's offensive, says Mike Pompeo. Uh, U.S. did not give Turkey the green light for its offensive in northern Syria. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has said uh, Pompeo defended uh, President Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. troops from the border area, which has sparked an outcry at home and abroad. Turkey has now launched an assault on territory held by Kurdish-led forces. Uh, President Erdogan said that the aim was to prevent the creation of a terror corridor on the border. Turkish forces plan to make a safe zone cleared of Kurdish uh, militia, which will also house Syrian refugees. Uh, The uh, Kurds, who helped defeat the Islamic State group in Syria, were key to the U.S. allies in that fight. Uh, thousands Thousands of fighters and their relatives are in prison, of ISIS fighters and their relatives are in prison. And camps and around the area under control, it is unclear whether they will continue to do so if battle breaks out. The U.S. military has stated that it is taking custody of two British detainees, notorious for the roles in the cell that tortured and killed 30 Western hostages. Two men, El-Shif, El-Sheikh, and Alexander Cote, um, were part of the British cell nicknamed the Beatles. They have now been removed from a prison run by Kurdish-led militia in northern Syria. Some of my thoughts, so... Uh, removing our withdrawal or our support, I should say, um, from Turkey uh, or, or from the um, Kurdish people is not a good strategic move, uh, especially considering that they helped they helped us defeat the ISIS caliphate. They were dynamic in um, reducing terror and terrorist organizations. And to turn our back on them now seems like a terrible diplomatic strategy internationally. I'm very interested in learning what develops next, but this to me is a negative move. Unfortunate news and tragic news has happened uh, in the country of Germany. A gunman has killed two people in eastern Germany after attempting to enter a synagogue where dozens were observing the Jewish holiday Yom Kippur. Suspect live-streamed the attack on an online video game platform uh, before being arrested. The video, which has now been removed, showed him making anti-Semitic comments to camera or to the camera before driving into or driving to the synagogue in Hali, shooting into its door. After failing to get in, the gunman was shot dead. Uh, two people, or the gunman shot dead two people nearby. The suspect is a 27-year-old German who acted alone, according to local media. According to the federal prosecutor, prosecutor, there are sufficient indications for a possible right-wing extremist motive, German Interior Minister Horst Seehofer has said. The attack happened about 12 uh, p.m. local time on Wednesday. Max Pervortsky, leader of the local Jewish community, said the attempted attack on the synagogue was captured on surveillance camera. We saw via the camera system at our synagogue that a heavily armed perpetrator with a steel helmet and a gun, tried to shoot open our doors, he told the Stuttgarta Gun newspaper. Uh, the man looked as though he was from Special Forces, but our doors held. Uh, Mr. 
uh, Privorsky said about 70 to 80 people were inside at the time, apparently. After apparently becoming frustrated at failing to get in, the suspect then allegedly shot into the street and killed a woman close to the synagogue before killing a man in a local kebab shop. Witness at the shop told the German uh, TV news that the gunman was wearing camouflage when he opened fire onto the venue. The man came up to the donut shop and he threw something like a grenade. It didn't explode. Um, he opened fire with an assault rifle. Uh, the witness said two people with the gun wounds have had surgery at the city's university hospital, spokesman told AFP news agency. Policemen, uh, the police say that the man was arrested after fleeing the scene. He has not been officially named, but the local media suggests he's a 27-year-old German. My thoughts, this is absolutely tragic, absolutely disgusting, absolutely sad. Just this rise in, of just hate is, is intolerable and it's just, it has to go, it has to stop. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's Charlottesville, it doesn't matter if it's Germany, the same type of um, disgusting anti-Semitic views is destroying this world. The reality is we need to come together as people. Uh, we need to jail and put our differences aside, whatever those differences are. And we need to work toward a greater peace, a peace of understanding and cooperation and tolerance. Uh, this has no place in the world at all. It's not a one-off. It's a consistent thing. And even if it was a one-off, it still has no place. There has to be international local, national um, actions that go against this. Yes, even when you create laws as a change the person's heart, that's true, it does not. But you have to have certain parameters in place to make sure that this cannot increase in its volatility, that we can catch it before these mass actions happen, that anytime uh, somebody can look like special forces, obviously, so they're talking about weaponry, they're talking about... Um, uh, apparel, any of these type of purchases are red flagged and, and hunted down and tracked. And it goes back to the same old debate. You know, if you see somebody buying these military grade weapons, you know, they're not going to kill deer. Uh, so the U.S. government, the international bodies, I think all have to pull their resources and strength together to form a more perfect and safer world. Mm -hmm. People in Liverpool have a longer mobile phone call than the residents of nine other major British cities, a Ofcom survey has suggested. Liverpoolians spend six minutes and 51 seconds on a single call on average. That's more than 40% longer than Londoners, who came second in the survey results. People in the Bradford had the shortest conversations on average after three minutes and 15 seconds. Data for the survey was gathered from 150,000 mobile phone users between the 1st of January and March 31st this year. The survey did not consider calls made via Skype or WhatsApp or similar apps. The research also found that people who use their phones for online services mostly stuck to Wi-Fi. Mobile data services such as 3G and 4G reused less than a third search activity. It's probably thanks to this that 6% of users consume one gigabyte of data Every month, the regulator said analysis uh, by the Citizens Advice earlier this year found that 71% of SIM-only customers were paying for data that they did not use, costing on average 800 million euros annually. 
Data also goes to show that the total number of minutes spent on mobile calls has increased to 132.1 billion from 148.6 billion between 2012 and 2017. I, I think it just goes to show that people are addicted to their phones. It doesn't matter if it's in the U.S. or if it's in London, if it's in the United Kingdom. People are addicted to their phones because people's phones rule their life. Their phone is their laptop. Their phone is their personal assistant. Their phone is their comedian. Their phone is their uh, religious leader. Their phone is their politician. Their phone is anything that they need it to be. And the increase in usage is just part of the times. Most of the time now, you can see people just you know looking down at their phone. <laughs> the phone is the most addicting instrument and yet the most needed instrument we have in today's world. Um, and because of that, because of technology, because of its technological advancements, because of the need for it, this usage is just ever going to increase. Uh, so this is no surprise. It just goes to show you that um, right now, the hottest things and the most needed things is a phone. You'd rather have a TV than a phone. I've always said I'd rather lose my wallet than to lose my phone. Great article by Andy Verity of the BBC uh, News Economics Correspondent. Uh, Andy goes on to state that top Barclays executives hid over 280 million euros uh, from a payment. Two top executives at Barclays Bank dishonestly hid a 280 million uh, euro payment to investors from Qatar. The prosecutors said that the executives created a bogus agreement for advisory services so that they could pay Qatari investors extra fees for investing. The defendants denied charges of fraud. The series fraud office told the court that in the 2008 banking crisis, Barclays needed to raise billions of pounds for private investors. But the Qataris drove a hard bargain, demanding commissions from the bank more than twice as high as the other investors were getting in exchange for investing 2.05 billion euros at the height of the financial crisis. Ex-Barclays executives faced fraud trial over Qatar rescue. Barclay executive Roger Jenkins has agreed to pay the difference and created a bogus agreement with Qatar for advisory services. Prosecutors said it was the second such agreement that year. Mr. Jenkins, together with the finance director, Chris Lucas, are responsible for dishonestly hiding the extra payment by the means of the agreement the court heard. Uh, two top, the executives at Barclays Bank, um, with their um, hidden payment uh, and the bogus uh, creation advisory agreement, uh, are denying the charges of fraud. Uh, I think some of my thoughts is is greed begets greed, right? So obviously, you know, innocent to proven guilt, or yeah, innocent to proven guilty. But I think the the real philosophical focus is why you're already doing well in life. You know, it's never a reason to steal, never a reason to upcharge and hide things from people and be dishonest. But to create such a wave and this being of that magnitude of income of wealth only points to the ever-increasing greed that is growing every day. Uh, this is why you need tighter regulation. This is why you need uh, rules and a governing body to make sure that to deter these actions and to make sure that when these actions happen, uh, real solutions can come about, real enforceable actions. Uh, something like this is a bad look, not upon, not just upon the defendants, but also upon Barclays, you know, because now you have to question how long do they know, things of that nature. And it just, it just creates an ugly stink. Um, I would say that 
the next step has to be obviously uh, repayment of all things that were lost, uh, public apology, but also working on making sure this stuff never happens to anybody again. Um, tighter transparency, mm-hmm. um, tighter regulations, and more higher ethical code is always needed. Um, but this is just another instance of greed getting the best of corporations and individuals. Great article uh, by Chandelis Duster of CNN. Uh, Chandelis goes on to state that nearly 600 former Environmental Protection Agency officials are calling on Congress to investigate the Trump administration's inappropriate threats of use of EPA authority against the state of California over recent environmental policies. 593 former officials who worked under Republican and Democratic administrations signed a letter sent to the House Oversight and Reform Committee on Thursday requesting an investigation into EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler's threats to withhold federal highway funds from the state. They, want, they also want an investigation into Wheeler's demand that the state take action regarding its homelessness crisis. Officials write in a letter that both actions were intended as retaliation from the state's failure to support President Trump's political agenda. As for comment, EPA spokesman Michael Abood responded by highlighting that California has the worst air quality in the nation, along with other serious environmental problems, uh, which is not, a, uh, as he goes, the same political issue. EPA expects California leaders to share its concern for the protection of public health. EPA officials who signed the letter include Eric Schaefer, who was the director of EPA's Office of Regulatory Enforcement during the George Bush administration, is now director of the non-for-profit or non-profit Environmental Integrity Project, Elizabeth Sutherland, who resigned from her role as director of science and technology in the EPA's Office of Water in 2007. Um, Gina McCarthy, who was the EPA administrator during the Obama administration. Cynthia Giles, who was the EPA assistant administrator for enforcement and compliance assurance during the Obama administration. Mr. Wheeler's actions cannot be treated as legitimate uses of EPA's authority taken for the purpose of advancing environmental protection, especially considering the current administration's record officials writing the letter sent out by the Environmental Integrity Project. Some of my thoughts. So the EPA is designed to do what it does. It protects the environment. It's, it's all in the name, Environmental Protection Agency, to withhold them and restrict them and to make their job harder in the long run hurts us. Their job is to make sure that not only as a nation but as a world, we can have a sustainable future, that the air that we breathe is not polluted to the point we have to carry oxygen masks and that we don't enter into some Mad Max type <laughs> scenario and to restrict them or to hold sanctions against against them if they don't support a certain uh, political agenda is not only wrong it's in, it's unethical it's unethical it's 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 debauchery uh it's it's just flat out um uh malicious uh because you're saying that without the support of one agenda we will stop you from doing good right that's like <laughs> that's like telling you know um it's like going against, you know, uh, your civil servants, like the, you know, police officers and, and fire people and telling them that you can't do good. You can't protect and serve if you don't support this. Um, you have to allow them to do what they do. There needs to be autonomy. You got a system of checks and balances and to restrict them and to uh, apparently um, create some type of punishment, according to Mr. Wheeler's demands. That is being stated um, is basically a lack of integrity in office, and therefore, 
allowing or forcing the EPA to create an investigation is even a deeper problem because now you have utter turmoil. Uh, But this is what happens when you overstep boundaries, is when you don't act in good faith, when you don't act in integrity, and you use your political platform as a bully pulpit, these things occur. So hats off to the EPA. Um, I believe that they're needed. I believe that we need more EPA enforcement, that the Environmental Protection Agency will become one of the leading agencies in the future because of climate change and because of such global uh, concern uh, with all of our resources. Uh, So hats off to the EPA. All right, this is another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, Cody Kelly. You can connect with me on Instagram, on IG, at CVMK33, or on Twitter, at Cody's Life One. Click like, subscribe, and let me know what you think. Also, you can sponsor this. There are monthly subscription uh, levels that you can participate on. I'd love to connect. Uh, just some of my listeners, let me hear what you're thinking. love to hear from you and engage with you, and let me know what topics you want me to cover. But until next time, thanks.